This episode is brought to you by Levitt Pavilion. This summer, check out one of my favorite outdoor concert venues in Denver, Levitt Pavilion. May through October, Levitt is offering ticketed and totally free all-ages concerts. I feel like we just go to anything that's free because it's like the kids can be at the show and it's people aren't weird about it and you can like bring a picnic. It's awesome. Some of the free shows this season include Iskali, Melvin Seals, War and Treaty, Sunny War, Chali Tuna, and more. To RSVP for free shows and buy tickets, plus see the full concert schedule, go to levittdenver.org. That's levittdenver.org. Today on CityCast Denver. A few weeks ago, I was driving down Colfax and I was struck by this inescapable feeling that all the Colfaxy grit and weirdness I love is going away. The Smiley's Laundromat building? Demolished. The Ramada Inn? Also demolished. Those decrepit old houses where Bourbon Grill used to be? Fenced off and just sitting there, looking abandoned. I shared some of my feelings about all this online, and then I received an interesting invitation from Frank Locantore. He's the head of the Colfax Ave Business Improvement District. And Frank said, Brie, Colfax is still Colfax. So earlier this week, me and my producer Paul Caroli accepted Frank's offer for a real insider's walking tour of the facts. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. I'm Brie Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. So we, we are at the corner of Colfax and Josephine with Frank Locantori of ColfaxAvenue.org. Is that correct? Uh, Colfax, Colfax Ave. Ave Business Improvement District. Okay. And our URL is ColfaxAve.com. So we're at the Carla Madison Rec Center right now. Um, this is a gorgeous, it's one of the newer, maybe the newest rec center so, in yeah. the city. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Paul earlier, this used to be a gas station with a great halal cart. That's the one part about it I miss. And then there was an old Safeway building behind it that was a church that we called Church in the Safeway. It was Church in the City. But now we have this gorgeous rec center. Right. In addition to the tasty halal, uh, the gas station sold junk food and carbon dioxide, right? (laughs) Right. And, And now it's a rec center that young kids with families come to. High school students also, the swim team uses the pool here. Oh, cool. High school students work here. Yeah. Older uh, friends of mine that live in the supported community is around here. Walk or take the bus to get here and use the water. Could your My Denver Prime card get in for free? Use your My Denver card if you're a kid, get in for free. Right, right, right. Exactly. So So it's really well used. And I'll pass some of the, you know, the women that live in the the adult living center that are walking down here or whatever to come use it. So it's a great addition. It's a gorgeous building, too. They did a nice job. Right. So we're going to walk west on Colfax. That's right. Okay. Let's, Let's get started. All right. Oh, I love this building right yes, here. The Savage O. Yeah, it's so gorgeous. I think it but, was a grocery store at one yes. point. Yes, so Colfax is defined by nothing if not change. Yes. Right? But if you get the bones right, right? Like, I think it was Rainbow Grocery. Yeah. Right? And then it might have been bought by... I feel like uh, it was Wild Oats wild or something oats. for a minute. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, we can go. We can go. 
Right. If, if you don't beg to cross, then what? I don't think people know that that's, a lot of folks don't know that those crossing buttons are called beg buttons. Please let me, <laughs> as a human, cross the street. <laughs> but you brought up the chase, so let's just talk about that for a second, right? It used to Kay. be an Arby's. Yep. They didn't, they didn't do much to the building, right? To no. change it to uh, a chase. But when they contacted me that they were interested in this property, I was like, what a great opportunity for you because you're going to be able to redevelop this property, build housing above it, have a bank. And all your customers are going to be above you. You're going to have you had you know, a real 40. utopian dream for this Chase Bank because right. that's not what we're looking at, Frank. No. What are we looking at? We're looking at a, uh, a rehabbed a, Arby's. A rehabbed Arby's. That's a bank. People Bummer. need banks. That's great, but um, but the opportunity lost, especially when you're going to have a bus rapid transit station right here, which we and, will definitely talk about later. Right. So now contrast that to where we're standing in front of the Savageo building, you know, at 2260 East Colfax, right? And we were just saying how it was a grocery store at one point, and then before it in this iteration, it was uh, Abend Art Gallery. Right. And it took up the entire space. Let's walk down a little bit okay. uh, here because this all this all was the front of the gallery, and then the back part of the gallery was just their production, their, where they framed. Oh, and, sure, sure. And everything like that. And we're walking up uh, south on uh, south York on now. York. Yeah. Okay. And now in the back where the production was is Brews Off Facts, the uh, tasting room for Brews Brewery. Oh. Okay. They brew someplace else and they've got their room there, but then they opened up their second place here and it's hidden. And wow, they have a great looking patio back there. What? Westward's best hidden patio. For real? I never knew this was back here. And this is just right off Colfax. So uh, St. Charlestown Company, uh, Charlie Woolley, sure. is who purchased this building from Savage Let's see, we've got Brews, one, Hot Mama's on the Corner, two, Smith and Cannon Ice Cream, three, Urban Cookie, four, Wax and Lash, five. Five places now. With in that one spot. In the spot that used to be either a grocery and then an, a gallery. So this is a great example of adaptive reuse of a building that existed. And I know that uh, Charlie Woolley, that's sort of his specialty, right? He finds older buildings and rehabs and revamps them into some sort of usable space without having to tear it down, you know? Right. Which sometimes is appropriate. In this case, we ended up with a great patio and half a dozen businesses. Right, exactly. And then we'll walk through here and get back out to right. Colfax. If, if it's open, let's see. Cool, so now we're back on Colfax. We just crossed over York, right. heading and west. Out of the corner of your eye, or just the, the variation of sign after sign after sign, right? You're feeling like, I'm, I'm going places, right? Yeah. There's things happening. There's an energy. There's the energy, yeah. exactly, or whatever. And now, um, 
this next. This is the learned lemur, and we're oh, gonna go in here. Oh, my friend Jonathan owns this place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, he just told me yesterday that he knew you. Yeah, <laughs> we worked together at the Apple Store. And yeah. I knew when I saw an article about it. I was like, what? So Yay, let's check this out. <laughs> oh, here he is. Oh, just, just on. <laughs> Jonathan's just unloading a casket on Colfax. Hi. Good. We're just doing a little tour of Colfax, and you are our latest stop. Awesome. Well, head on in. We're open. Check it out. Just got to get the coffin in the door. We'll get out of the way of the casket. Okay. We've got a lot of taxidermied animals around. But I wanted to show you this for a number of reasons. One, it's cool as hell, you know? (laughs) I mean, if you want to talk about vibe and Colfax, I feel this connection. Right, right. So they're not a year yet here. I think it was August-ish. Friday the 3rd, that's right. So perfect, right? So um, not only is it cool as hell, but this was one of the old mansions on Colfax. That's what I was going to say. So we were on the back side of this, and I could tell this is one of the old mansions. And so uh, I don't know, again, if folks know, Colfax was a residential street for... Right. Before it was called Colfax, it was Grand Grand Avenue. Avenue. Before it was Grand Avenue, it was the Golden Road. Because this is what the miners were taking to Golden to Golden to not find gold, <laughs> and then and before that it was a footpath by the Utes, Cheyenne, and Arapaho, right? You yeah. know, or you know, some approximation. It probably didn't go right down. Sure, you know, sure, here, but, but a generally traveled path. Right, somewhere here. I don't know exactly where there would have been the. You would have walked up the steps. You would have had your mint julep or whatever you had in Colorado <laughs> at Bourbon. Um, you know, in in those days on the porch and watching the buggies go by but then with every boom of mining comes bust the bust happens the owner of the place converts it somehow and then creates this commercial piece of it it's like kind of adaptive reuse before that was the term it was just using the space for something that was more necessary to the community at that time right This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Wine Board, because the wine community here is like surprisingly robust. I mean, think about Bigsby's Folly and Infinite Monkey Theorem here in Denver alone, and there are urban wineries all across the Front Range. Then there's the Western Slope, Peonia, I mean, Palisade, hello, Palisade Wine, are you kidding me? It didn't used to really be a thing, but from what I hear, it's very much a thing now. There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com. As we walk up here on the left... This is what I want to talk to you about for sure, Frank. So we're looking... Across Colfax to the south, between Gilpin and Franklin, folks will know there was a Burger King, the old home of Bourbon Grill. It's also got an old house that has that front built on like you were talking about. Uh What is going on here, Frank? Uh, Looks like nothing's going on here, but actually stuff is. Okay. There's actually two homes there. Yes. But that property where the homes are is a different property than, than the, the parking King. lot oh. and the Burger King. Oh. 
So there, there's been numerous efforts over the years to be able to assemble those two in order to be able to do something, you know, with it. Because it's tough to... I've, I've toured those homes, uh, yeah. you know, with the new owner. And it's, it's tragic, right? Because they're gorgeous. But I also honestly was like, when am I going to fall through the floor? And, and this is a really good story of the developer working with the community because across on the south side of Colfax there, that's the Wyman Historic District. Oh, right. So these two homes can't be torn down without a, a oh. fist fight. Right? Oh. <laughs> so the first effort by uh, the developer was, look, we'll give you a tour of the inside. I don't know what we can do with this. Yeah. We'd like to just help the community out and tear them down and build something. Something, the yeah. The community was like, no. Sure. And Pando, to their credit, was like, okay. They came back and they were like, how about this? And the community was like, oh my God, that's so much better, but still no. <laughs> <laughs> so Pando, again, went back to the drawing board and came back a third time and said, okay, how about this? And the community was like, this is great. And it's going to restore the homes to their kind of original beauty. What? And then build housing in the parking yes. lot, you know, behind. Oh, well, that's great news, honestly. So about 2024, we'll this. see that come online. Okay. You changed my mind. You know, I was complaining about that corner. <laughs> I was all sad about it because I actually lived around the corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my first apartment on Franklin was in the Victorian that's now the event space. That right. house right there. Oh, nice. So it's an event space now, but it used to be... Um, broken up into a bunch of apartments, as a lot of yeah. the bigger Victorian houses were. Yep. But we can't be on this corner without right. saying we are across the street from the former Ramada, sometimes known as the Rockmada. It is now a pit. What is going in here, Frank? <laughs> Ground floor retail. Great. Seven floors of housing. Great. It's going to be 484 units. More housing and more uh, Right. More commercial. And Awesome. And then on the other side of Downing, where Smiley's was, right in between Downing and Corona, is also seven floors, housing, ground floor retail, a little less than 200 units. Wow. So 484, you know, like 650 units, a couple of people in some of them or whatever, a thousand people-ish in two years are going to be living across the street here. On this corridor. On this corridor where a bus rapid transit stop is going to be. So maybe let's talk about BRT, bus rapid transit. What is, sure. what's going on with that, Frank? From the naked eye, you don't see too much. Nope, got to be honest, don't see much of anything. <laughs> but it's kind of, you know, it, it's an iceberg. There's, there's a lot of things going on underneath. Okay. So let's first uh, describe what bus rapid transit is. Yeah. So bus rapid transit, the idea is that you take the efficiencies of a subway or a light rail and you use rubber wheels. So you create a dedicated lane which will be in the center of Colfax. Of Colfax, okay. Right? And that dedicated lane means that cars aren't in that lane. It's just for the bus. It's just for the bus. Like Putting the stations in the middle of the street allows for more, like just in front of us is where the bus stop is now. Yes. Right there in front of Papa John's. Now that space can open up. You can have more amenities, whether oh. it's more trees or benches or greenery, because you're taking the waiting. bus stop and putting it in the middle. Right. And then in a protected fashion. Okay. And 
the the platform that you're standing on f to get onto the bus is going to be the same height as the bottom of the bus. So you're no longer going to have the beep, 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 beep of the ramp coming down. Oh. So it'll just be like what the, I, there's probably a, a technical name, but a lot of people just say a tongue. A tongue will stick out from the bus to kind of uh, eliminate the gap between the platform and the bus. Oh my gosh. All the doors of the bus open up at the same time because you've already paid. You've paid to get into the station. Oh. You're not going to put all of your dimes in so and a queue. So it'll kind of speed it up the process a little bit. Yep. All the doors open at once. People get off. People get on. The strollers you, just yeah, roll stro on there. I was going to say, if you use a wheelchair, you can just roll right on. You don't have to wait for the whole to-do. So that is quicker. The dedicated lane makes it quicker. And also, like you are saying, infrastructure, it's cheaper. So we'll get it faster. Like 25% the cost of a streetcar. Awesome. And in just recent conversations with the city, they've pretty much got all the financing lined up. So we're going through these little processes of like, what should we call it? You know, and <laughs> right. right. And, and that's kind of like fun for some people, but I'm excited about it getting like, built. Just get the bus. Just give me the, just give get, me the BRT. Get the bus, right. <laughs> well, Frank, thank you so much. Oh, this has been so awesome. You it's changed so great my mind. To, yeah. Well, it's a, you made you me feel better about Colfax. I mean, there's things to not like about Colfax, right? But there's things I like about it that it's a little weird. It's like where I go to feel like I'm in Denver. There's so I much more to, to like. And, yeah. you, and you get a little different view at three miles an hour yes. by foot than you do at the 30 miles an hour. Absolutely. Well, this is great. Thanks. Thank you so much. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Two of Denver's many Grateful Dead-themed bars could lose their liquor licenses, according to a report from the Denver Post. Police investigators found evidence of cocaine dealing, selling alcohol to underage folks, and other violations at both So Many Roads and Sancho's Broken Arrow. Both bars are still affiliated with Notorious Ding Dong and jam band promoter Jay Bianchi, even though he technically no longer owns them. I'll drop a link to our episode about the sexual assault allegations against Bianchi in our show notes if you want to learn more about the scene. And here's some good news. History Colorado is making all their museums free for kids. Starting on May 28th, anyone under 18 can enjoy free admission to all their museums across the state. How cool is that? That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, where today... Peyton digs into Denver's geese situation, if there still is one. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. Or ding dong. <laughs> Notorious ding dong, JB Honky. <laughs>